Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two marker girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog, and this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and some of our favorite food content. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a certain kind of food content, and that is mostly centered around TikTok and food TikTok. Food yeah. talk? Food talk. Uh, and this was inspired by an episode of the podcast, The Sporkful, where the host, Dan Pashman, went on a mission to try to make a food TikTok that would go viral. And he was it was also him kind of learning about how food TikTok works, what you should and shouldn't do in order to be successful on the platform. Yeah. So it got us thinking about food on TikTok and all of the all the pieces that are in play on this very unique platform honestly this platform that lasted way longer than i thought it would <laughs> it, and it's still going strong and it feels like it's only getting stronger yeah which like is both like it's 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 fun to see a new platform because i think we've been stuck with the same platforms for a long time but it's also i don't know if i love this platform <laughs> i i know it feels like such a love hate relationship with it yeah because it's doing some things well that you can't get on other platforms but then it's also doing a lot of things that I don't love yeah I think what I love about TikTok is that there's so much more discoverability on TikTok yeah like I'm so happy to see like people like the Korean vegan really like explode on the platform and stuff but I think I also but I think I hate the type of content Mm -hmm. that like there's a lot of great content but there's so much not great content (laughs) because the discoverability is so good the lengths people will go to to get those high numbers viral video yeah it's just so much more extreme than it is on most other platforms these days and and that's also like that includes food talk oh gosh yeah (laughs) like food talk is like a strange place to be because people will make cringy things just to get a reaction, right? Yeah. Or like fake recipes or whatever. Yeah. Which, I mean, isn't... You'll see that anywhere on the internet, but it just feels like it's being done at a bigger scale on TikTok because TikTok is just... Brings in such a wider variety of creators because you've got so many of the just like everyday person being like, I'm going to make this random thing that's going to go viral because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, TikTok is just so much more accessible. And like you hear about it in this podcast episode too, the Sparkfuls podcast episode where TikTok like thrives on the amateur essentially. Like they don't want this highly curated, this like really high production value type of content they thrive on i took this with my video edited on their app and posted it really quickly it's almost like if instagram stories was its own app like it's something it's like an in the moment type thing with like some pre-planning but obviously but like that's what tiktok thrives on so like i feel like the like negative side is is even bigger because it's so easy to just be like oh i can just do this in like an hour in my kitchen really quickly Mm -hmm. I like how they describe it as being purposefully amateur because and as Dan learns throughout the episode like making it seem like you didn't put a lot of effort in when you're actually thinking through it so much because you can't not is so hard (laughs) yeah and it and it doesn't actually take 
just an hour if you want to do some of the like really classic TikTok strategies. Like they talk about looping videos on TikTok, right? And that's obviously really big in food content. And so the idea is that the viewer won't really be able to tell when the video ends and starts playing again because of how you've edited it together. And then you get more views out of that and that helps like accidental views exactly you want to get those accidental views which is like a little bit of like very sneaky like i feel like if a company did that people would be like oh wow but just because now it's like individuals and like small businesses doing it people are like oh that's so clever (laughs) i mean i can't help respecting it because it's so creative and it's like the way some people are doing it this is the thing. I love the art of it. Like, I yeah. think it's so cool when, like, when I realize halfway through, I'm like, oh, it's looped. I, right? Because like, it happens all the time. I was like, that's really cool. I love that it was so seamless, especially when people do it with the music so seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, that is, like, that's incredible. Like, that is a talent. But, like, the tactic itself is like, this is super sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm, that's, that's part of people figuring out all the quirks of the platform to get these big numbers and again because they talk about this too like tiktok kind of helps your first video at least do really well or they try to make it do well so that you'll get hooked and you're like i need to get more i need to like get most more. apps yeah yeah but you can't if you joined instagram or twitter or youtube today you yeah, just, wouldn't get the discoverability that discoverability is so yeah crap yeah, whereas TikTok is still at that point where you join now, you make your first two videos and TikTok will be like, you're a star. Don't ever leave. Though it didn't <laughs> happen for us. <laughs> I'm oh. just going to say that. It did not happen. <laughs> We're not a star. We ain't stars, though we don't put that much effort into TikTok. But I thought that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? What the heck? We're putting the wrong kind of not enough effort, you know? Although you really do, like, they talk about how it has to be, have this, like, amateur angle, but then there is still the side of TikTok that is not amateur. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think, and I I don't really, I didn't watch, like, I follow the Korean vegan on Instagram majority. I just followed her on TikTok. Hmm. I didn't, like, I've been following her on Instagram for so long that I didn't realize she just, like, exploded on TikTok and, like, the whole world knows who she is now. I had no idea that's what happened. Um, but I went to her account recently, um, and I was like, her stuff is pretty, like, high production value. I think so. Yeah. She shoots with, like, two different camera angles most of the time. That's serious business. Yeah, I was like, her stuff is pretty high production value, but because I think it's so personable, people kind of don't really care about the production value. They're just like, they get hooked in the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you kind of bring in more of that human element... It doesn't feel like you're not getting the, it's the authenticity that she really, really brings. Yeah. And actually, speaking of the Korean vegan and authenticity and the numbers, I really enjoyed when she talked about, because like she's obviously, she started TikTok, I think 2020, early 2020, and it it blew up right away. And then it got to the point where she started to see a little dip at one point. And she talked about how that sort of started to impact her, her mental health and like how she felt about her work. She went to therapy for it. Yeah, yeah. And so because this was, it became such a big thing so fast. And then when you see it drop a little bit, 
but you've attached yourself so much to the numbers, what do you do? And what she learned and the strategy she took away was to remember your why and focus on that moving forward because then you don't let the numbers kind of dictate how you feel about your work. And I think that just for a creator on any kind of platform, that's something that we need to talk about more and like it's really hard not even just creators like in any career in anything I think that is such an important thing like you're a small business owner like I think that is an important thing to just like remember yeah no because it's hard no matter what you do right when you hit any kind of slump and then just knowing that as long as you are still fulfilling your why if your numbers drop hopefully it'll still be okay like it's hard to still detach but I like that I like the fact that they talked about it because I think people do get especially on TikTok because they know how to like just grab you and pull you in it can you can get like really really caught up in that really really fast yeah so part of the podcast episode he was interviewing a bunch of people basically asking for their strategies on how to go viral how to create because his whole thing the whole podcast was around him creating a TikTok and making a video and trying to make that one video go viral um he wasn't going to use any of his other accounts to promote it or anything like that that was the just tiktok just this one video let's make a video with all the like strategies from these really great creators on tiktok and there was a few strategies did anything stand out to you in the episode in terms of like the strategies of tiktok um other than the looping I don't know if any like I did I did like how they consistently had to remind him like you're overthinking it you need to just kind of like let go except like so many people don't do that but they make you think that they're doing that yeah I think one of the things that I think stood out to me and wasn't really mentioned in the episode but it got me thinking is that like he interviewed people who like were really good at one thing And, like, that's what got them popular. They're like, we're going to give you tips. Like, the Korean vegan talked about, like, personability, telling stories, all that kind of stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean that does well on TikTok. It just means that does well for Joanne on TikTok. Like, her Mm -hmm. audience really resonated with that. So, that I kept thinking about that throughout the episode. Is And that's, it's the same for every, I think, social media platform. And I find people get so hooked on, like, do the strategies and you will become popular. And it's like, no do yes like play around with the strategies but you have to find your thing you can't just do whatever you want as long as you're doing all the strategies and it'll become popular yeah because people will come back for something consistent that they can count on right yeah i didn't even think of that as we were listening but then they do kind of discuss that when he's like should i have one where i'm just like dancing or something and they're like no maybe just do less (laughs) yeah well he also like i remember he kept talking about he's like should i like cut to like a because he was gonna do a food one obviously Mm -hmm. he's a food media person um and he's like should i cut to me and my kids dancing halfway through like a mid cooking dance break and they're like you're overthinking it yeah (laughs) no yeah you're doing too much (laughs) like that's production value when you've like planned out all these shots oh it's because they say don't do that but like you know so many of the people that do consistently have videos that are popular they are planning it out they're just not making it look like they're planning it out I think that's the key is making it look like it was taken really quickly, but it actually took you a day. 
Oh my gosh, right? And then when he was actually filming it and trying to stitch it together in TikTok and everyone had told him like, yeah, yeah, it's so easy. And then he gets in there and he's like, it's not working. This is so hard. I'm like, thank you. That's Thank me. You. Yeah. Yeah. That's I related too. to is, that so much. It is so not easy. Yeah. Like, okay. So this is the thing. I started, I tried to edit. I was not on TikTok before Reels came out. And when Reels came out, I was like, oh, let's try Reels. Um, and I tried to edit on Reels and it sucks. The platform sucks. <laughs> um, but then I was also told all the time is, oh, TikTok is so much easier to use. They got it down pat, all this stuff. And then I tried to edit on TikTok and I was like, this is still difficult. This is still really hard. It is not much easier than Instagram. And I think it's because with either platform, there's such a focus on the timing and like getting the it, such short timing too, that no matter where you're doing it, you're still doing it on your phone within this small little software. It's not easy. It's Never. so hard. No. And like, so... Um... We have, like, again, TMG has dabbled in TikTok, but it's all been, like, videos we created for Instagram, essentially, posted on TikTok. And I've tried, okay? I have tried doing, like, those, like, I, it's just so against everything we've learned from social media, <laughs> and I can't get past it. Like, I filmed myself making poutine once. It's literally sitting in my drafts because I can't bring myself to post it because I look at this and I'm like, it's not good. Like, it's not but that it's it just... bad? I don't know if it's bad or if I just don't like the production value because I'm used to... Like, I love a high-quality food video. I love that. Like, that's what I like. Yeah. So, like, I, like, see it and I'm like, I don't know if this is just bad or if I think it's bad because I shot it with my phone really quickly and it's not that... Like, it's not strategically planned out or anything like that. So, like, it's just sitting in drafts. <laughs> I've done nothing. It's been sitting there for, like, a month. <laughs> <laughs> And see, when I started playing around more just like on my own TikTok, I was like, this is just going to be for me to practice, to do whatever, to not get caught up in all those things. I'm going to shoot it all on my phone. I'm not going to overthink it. They're probably going to be bad, but that's okay. I just, I want to play around with it and see what happens. And so I just kind of did that. And I I stopped because I got too busy, but I still kept like filming stuff. So like, like this could be a TikTok. People would watch this because I think if you go for that they kind of classified it as you either, the recipes that get popular on TikTok are either super easy and feel like anyone can make them. So people watching like, I could totally do that. Or they are fascinatingly complex. And so you watch it just because you're like, wow, but not because you're going to make it. Yeah, like that. They they uh, use the example of the 15 hour potato. Yeah, which I'm never going to make that, but it looks cool. Which, though, like, actually, a lot of people have made it, though. Like, I see videos on it on TikTok all the time. Yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised. It's a good way to use up some time and try something new. <laughs> got 15 hours to spare. <laughs> you got 15 hours and some potatoes. Here's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's like spending time making croissants, you know? Also very overwhelming. It's a labor yeah. of love. Yes. But I think if you're going for just, like, let's make this so that anybody can make it to me that is like permission to let go of other things and so I whenever I was trying to make a TikTok I was giving myself permission to not worry about the quality to not worry about making it perfect maybe it comes out kind of ugly but it's still something because another thing that TikTok like any platform relies on is consistency and so that's consistency of output and consistency of what the subject matter the content is so when 
I was playing around with it. I was like, they don't all, they don't have to be good. They should all be food, I guess. Otherwise, what am I doing here? I'm just practicing and there's no one like no one is watching really. So it doesn't matter. I just feel like it goes against everything. Every other social media platform like creators will like I feel like the first thing you hear from creators is quality over quantity. And all of a sudden TikTok comes along and they're like, never mind. (laughs) We are the platform for the people. Yeah. (laughs) Any person can make content on here. But then also, where are the high quality content creators getting the numbers these days? Because Instagram feels like it's also favoring casual content just because it's like show us your reels or show us your Instagram stories and those aren't always perfect you know what I mean so like where are the high quality creators I don't know but for me I think (laughs) I don't know where they are I haven't seen them (laughs) sorry I just need to say this before (laughs) stories so like okay you were talking about how stories is like not high quality content either it's supposed to be really quick which I agree with and I do. I think I'm pretty good at, not that we do a lot of story content, but um, I think I'm pretty good at, and I think it's the fact that stories disappear after 24 hours and I'm so okay Mm -hmm. with them not being high quality. (laughs) I'm like, it's quick. That's the purpose of these is just a quick snapshot. They don't have to be, but like TikToks live forever. Like TikToks will just randomly come back in my feed and I'm like, how are you back here? Yeah, true. What? (laughs) Yeah. I saw you like a month ago and all of a sudden you're back here. (laughs) Um, I don't know where the high quality content creators are getting their numbers. I think they're just coming over to TikTok and doing casual stuff and then being like, if you want to see more of my stuff, it's over here. It's almost like a trailer. Yeah. Like a teaser to their actual content. Yeah. But like that casual stuff takes so much time. Yes. Like, I don't know where these content creators, even if you're full-time content creator, where you're getting the time to be able to do all your regular content that was taking your full-time hours, plus now adding a whole new platform that demands original content. I'm exhausted just hearing you say that. (laughs) Like, I don't know where people are getting the time to do this. I am exhausted. I mean, it's also, like, is making me think of, like, a bigger conversation around creativity in general and just how, like, it has turned into, for most people, such a hustle and such a like you have to constant outputs constantly creative on all these different platforms in they have to be somewhat different on each platform like that is a lot of creative output for a single person but because we tiring yeah but because we've normalized it so much now especially in the digital age when you can put things out to so many people on so many platforms we don't realize that like that's not really how yeah, and that's not really how maybe the best creativity works sometimes. It's and honestly, not. <laughs> honestly, the reason I started thinking about this is because I was watching the Beatles documentary on Disney lately. And they are literally just spending nine to five in the studio trying to make music. And that doesn't always look like being productive. It's just them kind of like tinkering around trying to figure it out. I'm like, that's probably actually what the creative process should be like but in our life now something you're like gone in our life now you can't spend an hour just thinking (laughs) yeah you have to be doing yeah and it's stressful yeah the creator honestly the creator like world and economy 
is so ridiculous. Because <laughs> because nothing else has kind of caught up with it. It's so new at because, this scale. No, but like, yeah, because like like going back to if we go to more traditional like creators, you think musicians, you think actors, mm-hmm. who, insert creative here. Like a musician will take two years to create one album with 12 songs on it. Obviously, they write more than 12 and then they narrow it down. But like imagine... Imagine you took t- twelve or t- two years to make like twelve recipes. Oh, <laughs> like imagine, like one a month? No, not even. Well, That's one what I mean. Two like months. it's just it's such a different. And I know the worlds are different, and you can't just compare them like apples to apples. But like it's just such. I feel like because we're so used to no, that's that world. You get one album every two years if you're lucky. Sometimes it's even further in between. But creators is like no, no, no. We want new content every single day. Every day you have to be creative. And if not also, multiple times a day. Also, if what you put out isn't interesting in the first three seconds, just give up. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, wow, this That's is depressing. That's why TikTok is so daunting for that exact reason. It's the three second elevator pitch of your content. Yep. And he struggled with that too. Which, and because when you are creating content and you know exactly what it is, you have so much co- context that you forget the viewer doesn't have. Yeah, I will say, yeah, they mentioned in that the frame he started on wasn't the greatest choice. And I agree. I would have <laughs> scrolled past that video if I yeah. saw it. Because <laughs> it was like mashed together pie and ice cream. Yeah. I'm like, that's... That doesn't look good. You also can't really tell that that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he knew what it was and he knew how good it was. So to him, it was like the best thing. That's the money shot. Yeah. But... It to most people, if not all people, <laughs> it's not the money shot. <laughs> Although there is always an exception because sometimes that shot is so questionable that you're like, well, I got like, I got to know, yeah, what is happening here? Which I think that in and of itself kind of leads into the other side of food content on TikTok where they're just trying to get a reaction. Whether it's by serving something gross or serving something excessive. Because you were reading a lot about food reading and food and media. S- and seeing it. Like, yeah. I'll, every once in a while, I'll see, like, BuzzFeed share, like, a new creator that, like, you know, like, those times where they're, like, this person creates this kind of art and it'll show, like, a compilation of their videos. Mm-hmm. I saw one on Facebook the other day um, about someone who just smashes things in a pestle and mortar like anything 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 okay and like i was watching this and like people watch it because i guess it's satisfying or cool or whatever it is i was like this is just wasteful like this isn't i don't understand like they like mash up some gummy bears or some mentos or rent milk something that can't be mashed up like or like a Christmas ornament or like all these like really <laughs> random things and it was like to me I just see waste yeah like I was like this is like there's I don't really like I don't get it like I'm not trying to bash somebody's content but like when it's something that's literally just creates waste like you're not using mashed up gummy bears after you've mashed them up yeah and you're not it, it's like you're not conscious of the fact that you're doing that like we as food creators ourselves we're not perfect when it comes oh, to food definitely waste. definitely not. Yeah. But we still try. We are always cutting recipes in half to try to reduce and try to be realistic about how much we're actually going to 
eat of this recipe, especially when we're trying something for the first time. Because, like, it sucks to have to throw food out when you've made it for a video. Yeah. But there's some people who are just doing at a bigger... Like, we are not covering a dining room table in nachos. Like, this is a thing that I don't understand. When I see things like that, where it was, like, a kitchen island or a dining room table or whatever it is in nachos, and it's like, do you not feel bad when you literally go and pick it all up and throw it ex- right into the trash? Like, I was like, yeah. do you not feel... Like, do, is there no connection about the food waste and the... Just the waste in general doesn't even have to be food waste. The waste in general that you just created for nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> that disconnect. Yeah. So, like, uh, this is the thing. I'll, I'll, like, have these moments where I'm like, oh, we should be focusing more on TikTok. And then I'll see this. And I'm like, this is why I don't like TikTok. And I know it's not every <laughs> yeah. creator. But, like, things like that are so discouraging. Because it's like... Yeah. It is so, like, again, it happens on every platform. It happens on YouTube. It happens on Instagram. It happens on Facebook. It happens everywhere. But, like, I just see it so much more on TikTok that I'm like, I don't even, I don't like being a part of this app because it, like, almost rewards negative things sometimes. Like, again, every app does. But I feel like TikTok is just, it exasperated even more. I think because you're seeing so much more from such a wider variety of people. Like on every other platform, the main feed you're seeing and most people of that you feed yeah, are people you follow. Yeah. On TikTok, you're probably spending most of your time on the For You page, which is curated for you by TikTok based on what it thinks you like. So it doesn't, if you're not looking at your follower feed, you are seeing a bunch of random stuff. So you are going to see a lot more of that viral clickbait (laughs) kind of stuff. It's just everything at a larger scale. Like TikTok is the Costco of social media (laughs) apps. Everything is just bigger. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I just see so much food waste. And I feel like, again, it's, it happens. Food bloggers waste a lot of food. You sometimes make like six recipes in a day you're not gonna eat it all some people freeze it some people are really great about either eating leftovers freezing things that can be frozen all that kind of stuff but like you're gonna get food waste it happens restaurants have food waste food creators have food waste it happens but like it's the ones who deliberately create waste that bother me the most and I can't I can't like I can't process that like they just think this is okay also like do you feel do you not feel like you wasted your money Right? Like you had to buy all that stuff. Yeah. Or like the recipes that are obviously fake. Like, have you ever seen that one where it was like they put like a can of SpaghettiOs in a pie or something? Yes. Oh my like, God. Like it was just like, why? Why? And I also, it just gets me so mad. I was like, people watch this. Why? <laughs> I know. And like when you see it yourself, you're like, I shouldn't, I don't want to watch this too long because I don't want TikTok or I don't. I don't want this to keep getting bigger and bigger. But then you're also like, what the heck is this? <laughs> right. What are we doing here? People? You get so upset that you <laughs> almost have to watch it. <laughs> Those I hate watches. Because <laughs> you're just like, I need to know what they did. They have to have eaten this, right? No. <laughs> and then you're like, no, that was so bad. I need to send this to my friends. It's so bad. You just like want to believe that in the end, you're like, no, this isn't going to be another one of those stupid fake recipes. <laughs> yeah. I can't handle it. I can't handle the food waste side of TikTok or content in general. But is it also like, because we've done a couple of videos where we will make recipes that we see on TikTok. Yeah. But we try to pick ones that aren't 
that we're pretty sure are going to be good and aren't yeah, just they're not a gimmick. Gimmicky. Yeah, they they have a they probably have somewhat of a gimmick, but not so much that we're like this is going to be a waste or a but bad I'm, idea. I'm never going to make a table full of nachos because I know that's just irresponsible. Yes, and we we're not we can't buy that much stuff. It's not in the budget. <laughs> we fi- we try and find recipes that have that TikTok style of recipe, but are still legitimate recipes. Yes. So those recipes are usually either really creative or they've done something in a way that seems way easier. Yeah, it's either hacky or it's creative. Yeah. And then sometimes I feel like occasionally we'll try one where it's like, this can't work. But then it actually (laughs) does work. But we don't, we never try the ones where it's like, no, this is literally impossible. It's not going to work. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I don't think we've ever had a bad TikTok experience when we pick recipes with that kind of lens. I don't think so. We try not to go too extreme in either direction, I think. Yeah. Because we also don't want to be perpetuating this idea that, like, recipes that don't work should get more attention. Yeah. I also just, like, even the people who post, like, a lot of content, I'm like, how do you eat this food? Like, where does all this food go? Do you have a really big family? Do you like your neighbors? Like, what what is it? (laughs) That's what, when I see that stuff, too, that worries me. I'm like... This this all went in the trash, didn't it? This was just mm. for TikTok, wasn't it? Like, th- what I really appreciate is, uh, so Lisa, the Via Vegan, I saw her make a TikTok at my, when I was at her house the other day. Like, she was making dip for a pizza crust. And she's like, I'm making this. I may as well turn this into content. So she just put on her video while she was making us the food we were going to eat mm-hmm. i was like i love that that's so casual super quick and we actually like she wasn't like oh i'm gonna plan tiktok specific content i'm just gonna film what i'm happened to be eating anyways that's what i wish tiktok was more of and see that was like the reflex i was trying to work on when i was like i'll just make something for tiktok because i was gonna make this anyways or i was gonna try this anyways but it's not there but that is i feel like that is more the kind of content that speaks to that side of somebody watching it and being like oh I could do that because that really it really is just somebody making something that they make you know it's not trying to be anything special or exceptional because that's the other thing in food media right now is this idea that everything has to be exceptional and then TikTok is like maybe it maybe it doesn't but also if it's like weirdly exceptional and like cringy it's gonna go viral (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, what do you want? Make up your mind, please. <laughs> we want both. That's the thing, though. Like, this is this is what I find. Like, you still do find, like, the whatever her name was, Emily Mariko, Mariko, mm-hmm. yeah. who that salmon rice bowl, not this um, incredible, no, like, not revolutionary. No, she, but people, for whatever reason, liked it. <laughs> Like Everyone that was, was saying very, it was the ice cube technique. Which I also don't really understand why people were so mesmerized by it. I don't get it. You don't see it ever? Sure, I guess. I mean, I was kind of like, what? how does ice do that? Why you no melt? Oh, how does ice... How, so people were mesmerized by the fact that it didn't melt. I think so. At least I was. I'm not people. I'm just me. But. <laughs> I'm not people. <laughs> I'm not people. But like, so like, occasionally, I think you will get the recipes like those recipes that are fairly simple, fairly, um, for lack of a better word, basic. Yeah. That will go viral. Mm-hmm. Hugely viral. But I also think a majority, so like, 
While content that is pretty accessible does well on TikTok, I think the viral ones are still the really highly creative or the really absurd. So those other ones are the exception, not the rule? I I think so. Based on what I see on TikTok, again, I only see what TikTok shows me, Mm -hmm. so I don't know for sure. But like, based on my experience on TikTok is more often than not, it's going to be the really, really highly creative, highly unique, or the really absurd, like... Uh, whatever those that pie that doesn't work or the nachos or whatever it is and then occasionally you'll get something really really simple quick people just really liked it it's just it's just a good quick and easy meal that's what that from my experience that like they're more the exception yeah and i think i agree like i wish my feed was more of just those like everyday people like here's what i had for lunch and like Bettina one of the people that Dan interviews in his episode she's she's a food writer she works in food media but a lot of her TikTok content is just her cooking up what she's eating every day and she she cooks a lot of egg dishes like she's become known as the person who knows how to make a really nice crispy egg crispy fried egg and it's just satisfying to watch but it's nothing fancy oh my god and she cook okay if you're not offended by eggs, go watch her content for the <laughs> mushroom content. She Ooh. cooks mushrooms so well. All right. Sorry, I just got distracted by that. But again, <laughs> her stuff is just like your everyday. This is what she's throwing together to eat. But like, this is the thing. I think that content, I think, does well. I don't think that's an exception that that type of content does well. I just think when you look at the numbers, absurd and highly yeah. creative do better. Yeah. More consistently. Yeah. So like I think you can have like a really decent following on TikTok doing the everyday type of stuff. But I think it's harder to become that like three million follower doing everyday content. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right about that. It's that that's the distinguishing factor. You can still have a good following, a good solid following. You're just not going to be the viral creator, which might actually be better. I, I honestly think it's better. I feel like if your goal is to make a living from this kind of stuff, creating content, I think you don't need to be this viral creator to make a living from content. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be this person that every single person knows in order to make money and make a living that you can live off of. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, I don't think, th- I don't think going viral should ever be somebody's goal. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, like I think it's always, I, I think it's an understandable goal to be like, I want to be able to do this one day, but I don't think you need to go viral to be able to do that for a living or to yeah. make money or see an impact or whatever the goal is on social media. Well, and it goes back to that whole idea of you want a quick return. You don't want to play the long game. But I also don't even know if a viral video gets you that quick return. Oh, like, like, does if it you actually have, get you followers that stay? Like, I think for some cases, it definitely yeah. does. I think there are some people who can keep those followers, but I think it's really hard to. Like, I've seen so many people that have had a viral video, and then you go to their channel, and the rest of their videos have, like, 10,000 views. Because it's a one-hit wonder. Because, like, it's it's really hard to, if you get a million views, it's really hard to keep those million people. It's hard to even keep, like, 5% of those people, <laughs> like... It's really hard to keep those people hooked because they're like, this is a really cool video. Where's the next one? And because like how often are those viral videos kind of like a fluke? Like you weren't, you, you never thought this one would be the viral one. You weren't even trying to go viral. And then it does. And you're like, well, I don't know. How do I do that one again? Like that wasn't even, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly think it's 
it's almost a disservice to go viral because all of a sudden you have this pressure to go viral again because now all of your content is living up to this one piece of content that got a million views that was probably a fluke not saying you're not good at creating yeah. content but like a lot of times it's luck there's it's a lot of the factors. right the right person saw it and shared it to another person and it just kind of snowballed whatever the right timing uh you like i don't know the right there's a lot of factors that go into it rather than just strategy and skill um, so I feel like going viral can almost be a disservice to people because like you like going back to that Joanne example where as soon as she saw a plateau, it really affected her mental health. And I imagine also affected her creativity if her mental health was uh, not in the best place either. So I feel like going viral and having those that instant success can actually be a disservice to um, having a fulfilling content career. Yeah, yeah. I think there's rare times where it works. Like if you have a really strong back catalog and like you've got good stuff so that people when when people see your viral one and then they go to the rest of your feed, they're like, oh, no, yeah, this is good. This is always good stuff. But that is, again, timing and that's playing the long game before you go viral. Like there's so many things there that you can't bank on going viral. <laughs> Yeah, and so many people don't want to play the long game. They want, no. like, their first video to go viral. Yeah. And, like, you're not going to keep people if you've had one video and it's the only video that they're going to see and they're like, okay, bye. I'm exactly. going to go on to the next viral video now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's... <laughs> TikTok's a weird place. Truly. It's, it's, a super, it's a super weird place. Weird side of the... Weird corner of the internet these days. Yeah. I watch so I watch a lot of commentary YouTubers and a lot of them will do commentary on TikTok creators. And so this is where I actually see a lot of those TikTok creators that I was like that just kind of irked me and I'm like, "Ooh, this is why I don't like TikTok." Again, it happens. I'm picking on TikTok, but it happens on every platform. Mm -hmm. So like we'll see ones again, a little away from the food topic for a second, but have you ever heard of Bentelect? No you're welcome like i'm well, sorry for introducing you, you have to, to keep him. talking okay Tell so me. he basically <laughs> he basically just takes other people's content so he just it's his face like the green screen style where your face is cut out and you have something yeah. behind you and he just reads people's tweets like other people's tweets yeah without crediting them like it's literally just the like and he just like laughs at it and he has like three million followers and none of them are his jokes he literally just takes people's tweets and reads it is it the way he's saying it? He's not. No, I, I maybe. But to me, I'm like, he's just annoying. <laughs> so is it just people like being, this guy curates some good tweets for me? Yeah, to they're see. like, so I don't have to go on Twitter now. Yeah, this is funny. But like, I just like it. It's horrible. And then he just steals jokes. That's that's very prevalent on TikTok is stealing content. But yes, that's that's a later discussion. I think. <laughs> yeah. But like it's just TikTok is just such this such a wild place to be. Yeah, and I think it just goes back to the fact that everything is at such a bigger scale. It's accessible to so many creators and they can get that taste of like, oh, I'm doing well on this platform. I've never done well on any platform before. So, and it's just so new. Yeah. Yeah, this is the thing. So like we we are on TikTok now. I don't really spend a lot. I mean, I don't spend a lot of time for TMG on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> on TikTok, a decent amount. <laughs> As much as I've been trashing it, I get it is it knows how to suck you in. Like I yep. I actively think I dislike the app, but I still spend 
like at least 30 minutes a day on TikTok. Yeah, it's like weirdly addictive. Yeah, so like they're technically speaking, TikTok knows what they're doing and I hate it. Yep. <laughs> like I I absolutely hate that they know what the, that they're doing what they're doing so well. Yeah, I don't spend a lot of time on TikTok as TMG. Neither of us do really. Just cuz it is so much effort. And like I also don't want to take time away from other things we do cuz like I like I love Pinterest. I love doing Pinterest stuff. And I've already taken time off of Instagram. <laughs> and I don't really want to take more time because we'll just never be there. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, YouTube takes time, and the blog takes so much time, yeah. like, and the podcast takes time, that I'm like, I don't want to give up any of these things to go to TikTok, but I also think we should be on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. This is this is something we talk about, like, every few months. We're supposed to be everywhere, but it's tired. I'm tired. <laughs> but I'm, like, so exhausted. Yeah. Like, you can't I don't everywhere. want to think of more content. I no. don't. We just restructured our content because we were exhausted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what did we just say being creative takes time and you need to rest i think tmg will be occasional tiktokers casual if that we're gonna keep it casual <laughs> you know yeah. no like uh, uh i don't know if you follow vegan yak attack mm. she's more casual yeah. she just posts when she posts and i love yes. that attitude you know what i think that's better we just need to think like that for tiktok I wish everyone thought that way about social media in general. Yeah. I think that is such a healthy mind. Like, again, we also don't have it. No, <laughs> like, no, no. We're we working towards to it. it. <laughs> yeah. But we definitely don't have it naturally. No. <laughs> um, but I, I think that's the mindset I wish people had for social media in general is just, you know, don't make it your life. Unless, of course, like, I understand if it's your career, spend 40 hours a week doing content because it's your career. That's how you make money. But don't spend more. <laughs> like, well, you if also you're not being paid to... more than 40 hours, don't spend more. I just, you also need to have a life where you just do things for fun. Yeah. Well, you need to have a life offline. That's, that's the thing. Don't have to put everything online. But yeah, I hope food on TikTok improves. I don't see it happening. Like, this is the thing. I think you've got a lot of good. You got a lot of bad. Yeah. And again, it's what TikTok is showing you. So it depends what the algorithm thinks. I hear so much about TikTok's algorithm being great. And maybe it's I've just not accepted who I am, but I don't like what Insta what TikTok shows me. You're in denial. <laughs> like, I'm like, does TikTok just think, like, I was like, either TikTok got this wrong, but I hear so much about their algorithm being fantastic, or I have just not accepted who I am. <laughs> I think it's pretty trainable, but I don't know. This is, I don't know. I get, I get, so I watch TikTok sometimes very passively, where like, I'll watch yeah. it while I brush my teeth. So sometimes one gets stuck because I'm busy brushing my teeth and all of a sudden it ruins my algorithm. And I'm like, it's God delicate, I guess. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll like purposely be like, no, I don't want this one. Move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I maybe I'm in denial about who I am because TikTok is showing me things I don't think I like, but apparently I watch. I don't know. I think you're a hate watcher and TikTok <laughs> knows it. Actually, I think I am. <laughs> I, I like to see things and just be like, why? Why? <laughs> and TikTok's like, yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, I just need to, I need to delete the app. 
<laughs> all I right, moral go. of the story. <laughs> delete all your apps. Delete oh, all of them. We're deleting <laughs> all, all of, of them. your apps. What is what is uh, your takeaway of this whole TikTok discussion? TikTok and food. Well, we've talked a lot about being a conscious consumer with your food habits. And I think you need to be a conscious consumer with the food that you're consuming on TikTok as well. Yeah, agreed. And again, at least TikTok does a little bit less of like being the highlight reel and tries to be a little bit more real. Yeah. Because the authenticity and the amateur angle, right? I, I feel like it's starting to veer away from that, though. Because once they get so big... That's what yeah, because it's now it's strategy. Now people yep. are like, I know what goes viral, so everything's strategic now. Yeah, yeah. Well, the golden years are over. <laughs> <laughs> the golden year. <laughs> yeah. All right, and if we will leave the link to the episode of Sporkful that inspired this debate, so you can go listen to it as well. Maybe learn some things about TikTok, and uh, just remember to be a conscious consumer wherever you're consuming. And take a nap when you need one. Oh my goodness, yeah. It's okay yeah. to rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, when you're done resting, if you want to check out any of our vegan recipes, they're at twomarketgirls.com. <laughs> or take YouTube. a nap and bake. <laughs> yeah. Bake some cookies. Uh, and we're on all of the socials as well. So, you know, you can find us there when you're not taking a break. And we'll be there too, because we don't know how to take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs>